Hey everyone, welcome to season two of the Life by Design Intentional Wellness Podcast with Tracy, Debbie, and Paula. Three friends who have a love for learning and an inquiring spirit for living a happy, healthy life. We are so glad you can join us as we discover together how to be our best physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Friends, we are on the journey with you. We are not doctors or experts in wellness. We are just collaborators partnering with you, our listeners, to live a healthy, happy life in this chaotic world. Life by Design Intentional Wellness is for information sharing only. Don't take it as medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Make sure to work with your healthcare providers to determine the best way forward for your situation. This is the second part of the two-part podcast. Okay, welcome back. We are picking up with our survey with part two. We're looking at question three out of our five questions. And so in question three, are you the type that is totally cool with uncertainty to the extent you never really try to avoid fuzzy scenarios even when you aren't sure of your abilities. This is the stress of the curiosity factor. For me, I actually scored a five, but one of the things that I can share with you about this one, so the stress tolerance, which is a willingness to accept and even connect with the anxiety associated with novelty. So ladies, how did you do on question three. Well, I gave myself a five to Debbie because I think, I mean, some uncertainty is okay, but I can't fly by the seat of my pants kind of person. I like to have a little bit of some structure sometimes, at least. There are certain, certain situations like I've done improv or had to speak in front of a group of people and it hasn't bothered me. Like I- Wow. And that hasn't bothered me, right? But- some things would bother me, you know, so I'd say I'm about a five. Okay. What do you think, Paula? The problem child is that <laughs> um, <laughs> I was right in the middle. I'll give myself a neutral. Like I oh, really okay. wasn't sure. So a four. Yeah. It just depends. I was really, really neutral on that. Like I am okay with some uncertainty, but it just depends what the situation is. Mm-hmm. how certain I am with that uncertainty. Right. Well, <laughs> that makes sense though, because like when Tracy was saying like with improv, she'd be totally fine. And like for improv, I would just be totally not comfortable. Right. I would be completely stressed that that would just be. So I like when you said, Paula, it depends because truly that would be the difference. <laughs> Yeah, that was a hard, well, they're all, they were all challenging for me, but yeah, that one was like, ah, I'm going to stick with number four. Okay. All right. And so then question four, when we look at that one, we were looking at what would you say, or would you say you're a risk taker who loves doing scary things, take on new adventures and hanging out with unpredictable people. Now, when we look at that one, this is the dimension of thrill seeker. That's why I made the comment of just so coincidentally, Halloween's coming up soon, but this person is willing to take physical, social, and financial risks to acquire varied, complex, and intense experiences. 
now took that literally for the intense experiences. I just labeled myself a two because maybe it's Halloween related. I do not like scary things. So I gave myself a two. So I gave myself a five, but then I think based on your definition of what you just said, yeah, I'm not that person. Like I'm not going to jump out of an airplane. Right. That's, That's not going to happen. But, yeah. I, oh, okay. but I would try, you know, there, there are certain other things, you know, um, I've seen these people on YouTube go on an island and you had to live off the land for a day and I, I day or two. And I might try that. I wouldn't do it for a month at a time, but I might try that. And I do like hanging out with unpredictable people. I like, you know, I, variety is the spice of life, you know, so that part of it. So maybe I'll move myself down to like a four or three on this one. Cause I think maybe five's a little bit, cause I wouldn't take big financial risk. I wouldn't take, you know, there's right. those things based on your definition, I would. So maybe I'm about a three or four on this one, actually. Well, and you know what, now that you say that, like I've always entertained potentially jumping out of a plane. So maybe yes. I should raise it up a little, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should Debbie, because I'm not going to do that one, but. And I'm not going to take financial risks either. So maybe I'll, I'll raise it to a three, but Okay. <laughs> All right. And then the last one where we're looking at if we are a type one or a type two, the type one loves asking people lots of questions, finding out what they're into and what drives them. And the type two loves a bit more gossip, wants to know what people are discussing and likes finding out about people behind the scenes. So Ladies, did you find that you were a type one or a type two? And this dimension is called social curiosity and human beings are generally social creatures. So in this dimension, it leads to talking, listening, observing others. And this could also be interpreted as overhearing, eavesdropping and gossiping part of this dimension just to gain more knowledge. But I don't know. What do you, where do you see it? I'm definitely a type one. That's what I said. Type one. I said type one too, but I would say I'm a little bit of a type two. I'm not a gossipy kind of person so much, but I yeah. do kind of like finding out a little bit about people behind the scenes, not, you know, not to harm them or to sure. maybe if somebody is not like so much of a extrovert knowing a little bit more about their background or investigating a little bit might help me relate to them better, you know? Oh, okay. So not as a something to, you know, be mean or vindictive, not gossipy or in that way, but to right. investigate, to be more relatable. Right. Right. That makes sense. Okay. So, so we just covered the five dimensions and I like that there's five different dimensions. And I think we all hold a little bit of each dimension as we rated our, did our self-evaluation on each one. I think that it would have been interesting to review each other because we would have had different ratings than yes, we would have yes. given ourselves. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> I probably would have given Paula all sevens. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, 
I think what's really important to identify is that there really are a lot of benefits when you know where you function best in your level of curiosity, then there really are a lot of benefits. So one thing to keep in mind is literally, I believe every great invention that we know of started with curiosity. And so whether it was, and when I say every great invention, it could have been concrete, which was thought to have been created in 1300 BC. Then we know how that's used today. The Wright brothers took flight for 12 seconds, covering 120 feet in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. And look how far that's taken off. And it could be any other modern invention as we have moved through the internet in the 1950s to artificial intelligence in today's century. And what popped into my mind was also with artificial intelligence, but you could put this in so many other things because there's just no telling what artificial intelligence can and will do. And it's believed that various studies that have been done on curiosity, one of the characteristic traits of curious people has been grit, perseverance, and determination, which when you think of all these things that have come in through the different inventions and different variations, it does take all of these strong character traits. And I was thinking of just past sessions that we've gone through in in our different podcasts and how we've talked about each of those characteristics as well. Mm -hmm. So other studies believe that curiosity increases a person's intelligence, and they've done studies on children from ages three to 11, and they found that they did better than their peers who were not very curious. I didn't really get into detail on that particular one, but that was sort of the the headline on that one. And it also plays a really good role in boosting mental and physical energy by 20%. Again, I didn't get into that particular study of 20% of what or where did it start, but I just thought of all these studies that are out there, I found it absolutely fascinating. Well, while you were saying that, Debbie, I was thinking, what about that saying, curiosity kills a cat? Oh, you know what? I am very glad that you brought that up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. And I didn't even- Explain that one, Debbie. (laughs) I, you know, because when I did take on this topic, that was the first thing that popped into my head. And I thought this can't be true, but you're right. That's a popular cliche. Yeah. So I did look that one up in case it came <laughs> up. <laughs> and, and what did you find out? Well, I found out that it's actually not the whole quote, the cliche. So the cliche is actually curiosity killed the cat, but satisfaction brought it back. Oh. I did not know that. Because all I knew was curiosity killed the cat. Right. And, I thought, and we did have a cat growing up that jumped out the window. And I thought, oh, well, curiosity <laughs> did kill the cat. That's a horrible story. <laughs> oh, my God. 
<laughs> no. So, but it basically shows that there are driving forces for a growth of a potential, and yet it can also lead to a source of harm. And so you have to balance mm -hmm. what you're going to be thinking about when you have your curiosity and what it will mean and where you go from there. Well, I, I agree with that, Debbie, because when I was saying, yeah, I'm very curious about people and sometimes I can come at them with these questions and questions and questions. Well, that can be very off-putting if someone's like <laughs> interrogated, you know, like seeing, I don't do it out of a place. I'm just very like, want to know what drives individual behaviors and that kind of drives me. So even if you're at a seven at that, you know, you might want to pull it back a little bit when you're interacting <laughs> in a new group of people. So they are not like put off by, you know, a barrage of questions or something. So, yeah, I mean, it's good to have a healthy dose of curiosity. Sometimes maybe you need to pull it back a little bit in social situations. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I just, I, I do agree with that. And, and you don't want to stay up all night worrying over whatever, as the saying, curiosity killed a cat, like having that in your mind and worrying over something, you know, is to your mm -hmm. detriment. But if you come up with the answer, it brings you back, you know, so, you know, I understand that. Yeah, like the whole thing about it being a balance, because yeah. I think curiosity is a great thing. I think there that is a great place to like a jumping off point to learning. Mm -hmm. anything you yeah. know if you're curious about it you're then you're interested in learning and you know learn learning is not a bad thing at all but there are you know like in anything in in this world there are extremes mm -hmm. so if right. you're not curious at all or if you're so curious that you're caught up in you know you you can't relate to people you're not think you're not sleeping you're yeah. Yeah, so both of those extremes are not healthy, but a nice dose of curiosity kind of moderation. Yeah. Um certainly is is beneficial to all of us. I just think to your point, Debbie, I think life's more enjoyable when you have a little bit of curiosity. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's a motivator. It's something that, you know, Paula, even when you talk about sitting in the car and not really wanting to be on the iPhone, but wanting to be on your phone and look up something, but actually wanting to appreciate nature, you know, there's a curiosity there to see what's right. around you and seeing what the, you know, what the birds are doing, you know, like I pay attention, I'm like, where are my birds? They haven't shown up in a couple of days. Why are they not there? What What's going on that they're not there? You know, that's, yeah. that's healthy curiosity too. So absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So this does lead us to our action and what you might want to do. So ladies, why don't you take a minute and identify your action from today's session. And so while you think about it, I'll just summarize how we covered five different types of curiosity with varying degrees as to how we then rated ourselves. And we can see the various types of curiosity. And I believe that each level has uh, a very intriguing area where you could take yourself. And well, I think that we can all agree that a bit of curiosity is what led us to the podcast. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Because we, we all, well, we talked about it while we were working and then when we retired and we we're like, well, hey, hey, how about that podcast? 
we all did want to know more about life by design, intentional wellness. Mm -hmm. And each episode, I think we learned so much. So this is really a result of, of our own curiosity. So, so what do you think? Do you have you identified actions? Well, I mean, honestly, kind of be a little bit more cognizant of when to be curious, full force and when to pull it back a little bit, you know, so, you know, I'm not out there like making people feel uncomfortable. I think so. Just being more aware of that, I think would be my action. What do you think, Paula? What popped into my head when you asked about action was intentional, which I think every single one of our podcasts has something to do with intentionality. And so it's more of focusing on or thinking about what I'm thinking about or what I'm focused on and being more intentional about that being a source of curiosity. I don't know if that makes any sense, but mm-hmm. what um, Tracy said was, oh, like if I'm just looking out the window while we're driving and I'm not on my phone, that is a, a type of curiosity. Like you're looking at the trees or the birds or the clouds or whatever. And so to to think of that more of a curiosity and then just to kind of maybe dig deeper and like, well, you know, what am I curious about or what am I learning from watching you know as I'm driving or whatever this this scenario is so a little bit more of being intentional about thinking about curiosity okay I love both of your answers because it's just it's it has perspective and it just it's more thought-provoking and I've always been more tactical what am I going to do with this knowledge and so uh, my my action is more tactical. I'm starting a business and we'll see where it goes. I'll develop it. Maybe I'll share as we go, but I have to just do stuff with my curiosity and see where it, where it goes. And I was telling Tracy at one point that on September or October 28th, I take an exam to be a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. And we'll see where that goes. So those are my actions. Curiosity takes us down a whole bunch of different roads we may never have thought we were going to walk down. Yep. You are so right. Yeah. Yeah. Really awesome. Yeah. So ladies, thank you. And for our listeners, I hope that this has sparked some interest for you as well. And one of the things I started with a quote, and I'm going to end this this session with a quote before we go i just want to thank you all for listening and i leave you with an action a sparking of an action from daniel laporte and she says if knowledge is power then curiosity is the muscle no oh, <laughs> nice i like that yeah me too ride with us today as we pursue ways to intentionally live our best lives with purpose and meaning. We want to hear from you, our companions on the journey of designing a life of intentional wellness. Visit our website at www.life-by-design-int.com and let us know what you think about the podcast. We invite you to share your story, suggest a topic for discussion, and rate this in previous podcast episodes. Share our podcast with your friends because our desire is to build a community 
dedicated to a life designed with meaning and value.